Stevie with us on Fridays right here in this slot, the angelic tone. Now, Evie, let me just make sure I understand this. The quarterback competition isn't going to be a competition because the darts just killed a mountain lion. Am I am I on to this? Do I understand this? Oh, it sure seems that way, Bill. Uh, it sure uh, broke the broke the internet around Mississippi, I guess. Um, Jackson Dart's dad, Brandon Dart, tweeted uh, a picture of himself and Jackson, and Jackson holding a what appears to be a very, very, very large uh, mountain lion. I would say. Um, I'm not up on all the big cats. I'm up on the little bitty kitties. I have way too many of them. But uh, anyway, so not a better way to end the break for Jackson Dart. He said, big year ahead. This time it's different. So not sure what that last statement means, but uh, definitely uh, I think it's had, uh, oh, several hundred thousand views and got folks all abuzz. Here's the quote, and Evie sent it to me overnight. I hadn't even seen it until she sent it to me. Some people talk bleep during the off season; <laughs> Others just handle their business, and then it's a picture of them holding that big line they killed. Now, is he talking about Spencer Sanders? I, you know, it's a that's a really good question. I mean, I've been keeping an eye on the on all the message boards, and you know, I mean that's that's what folks. Uh, seem to seem to be talking about so it's it's like i say it's uh it's really got everybody wondering what he's talking about so and i haven't seen any response from jackson himself to that tweet but his daddy sure has an opinion hopefully jamie howard is telling his son stay out of this Stay away. Yeah, yeah. I would be willing to bet so. I would be willing to bet so. So, um, yeah, nothing nothing from the, the Sanders camp or the Howard camp thus far. But uh, I will definitely let you know if there are any other animal sightings of any kind. That may be the most interesting quarterback room over the spring into fall camp. Because you and I talked about this, Evie. Spencer Sanders is coming there to take that ball. Dart's not going to give it away easily. And Walker Howard's not coming to just sit around. So, whatever <laughs> happens there. And, and let, look, Lane Kiffin's doing his job. His job is to make that room as competitive as it needs to be. He felt like it needed to be more competitive. Thus, the two new entries into that roster. But that one's going to be fun. Yeah, I think so. You know, I've had so many people ask me, is he sending, is Kiffin sending a message to Jackson Dart? And I don't think he's sending a message to, to Jackson Dart specifically. I think he's, he knew, as you say, that there needed to be some improvement there. And he set out, you know, in the best way that he could find to ensure that that would happen, whether it's going to be that Dart has competition and he steps up even farther or, uh, you know, Sanders wins the job. Sanders has come out saying, you know, people ask me, why am I going there with just one year left and an incumbent? And basically his comment was, I believe in myself. You know, I believe in myself and I'm going to take the job, going there to take the job. So it's really going to be interesting to see. But, you know, Kiffin told us after that Texas Bowl loss in December 
you know, he said, we're no, basically no position is safe. And, and he he meant coaching, you know, coaching also, he's going to have some coaching changes, which he has. Um, But I think that you're right. He's just looking to improve across the board. Jim up in Ramsey, New Jersey has a couple of questions. Wants to know about coach Partridge. Of course, Pete Golding is now the defensive coordinator there, but is there a backstory to that? Um, you know, I don't know. I think, um, I think that there probably is, and we don't know about it yet. Um, you know, the interesting thing with Kiffin is he's very much, he follows his mentor, I guess you would call Nick Saban's, uh, guidelines, which seem to be, you know, we don't talk to the assistants. I think we talked to Chris Partridge. We were allowed to talk to Chris Partridge one time last year, and that was media day. And so much like Saban runs Alabama, we're not, we literally get no contact with the assistants. So it is, it's kind of like, the, you know, Saban's one voice, one program. That's exactly what it is with Kiffin. So, you know, you, you either got to sneak little tidbits of info here and there, but um, I think Kiffin probably respects, although, you know, maybe some of my Kevin Hagan and some of my Bama friends might disagree, but uh, Pete Golding's abilities and um, is looking for a little bit of a change on the defensive side of the ball. And I wouldn't be surprised, you know, Ole Miss has had a couple of players, Tysheen Johnson and uh, Davison Igbenosan, star defensive players, enter the portal. And a lot of folks, believe they did so because of Chris Partridge leaving. And so it's going to be interesting to see where Partridge ends up. Partridge, historically, Evie, has been known as a good recruiter. That's probably it. Yes, very much so. He's got a lot of contacts up in the Northeast. You know, Ole Miss was pulling in kids from Philly and New Jersey and, you know, the, that area. And uh, But let's face it, I mean, in the <laughs> Golding brings – contacts in the southeast that you just can't you know he's he's got phenomenal contacts and especially in the state of louisiana and um so i think that they're definitely partridge is a good recruiter um but i think you know golding golding will equal that jim also wants to know about a player up from new jersey his area defensive lineman tywon malone who's a 300 pound yeah. d lineman <laughs> Yes, um, Taiwan is also a star uh, on the baseball diamond. Yeah. My yeah. goodness, <laughs> you know, if you watch yeah. video, there was his mom actually tweeted one a uh, couple of couple of days ago of just him swinging the bat. And I tell you what, there's a lot of power there. I look for look for Taiwan to to probably have a breakout season this year. Um, in fact, Ole Miss Baseball Media Day is today. It starts at 11.30 this morning. So a lot of folks in Oxford excited about kind of the unofficial beginning of the season for the defending national champions. Yeah, nobody can hold a preseason press conference with a national championship recently. That's, that, that's, yeah. that's hard to do right there, and they're doing it today. They're doing it today. They're doing it today. So it's going to be exciting to see what uh, what Coach Bianco has to say. A lot of, I mean, yeah, Ole Miss lost uh, 
bench Graham and Elko, and, and that's going to be tough. But they've got a lot of returning kids. In fact, one of them, Jacob Gonzalez, the shortstop, is the number all, number five overall draft prospect uh, is ranked by MLB.com. So that's going to be fun to watch. They've got a lot of returning kids. And I will definitely make sure we find out um, what's going to be the, the uh, look for uh, Taiwan Malone. What do we think is going to happen with him? So I'll make sure we, we ask Coach Mianko that question. Yeah, just projections for baseball now and the draft. Months down the road, obviously, lots of games to play, lots of at-bats, all that. But either Dylan Cruz or Chase Dolander, LSU, Tennessee, as the number one pick, and then Gonzalez in the top five. So there's three SEC kids right there. Man, isn't it? You know, it's crazy that I think uh, from what I've seen, LSU is pretty much ranked number one in the preseason, most of the preseason rankings with um, Tennessee right behind at number two and Ole Miss in the top five. And boy, you know, SEC baseball, you just, you just can't beat it. I heard you talking about baseball the other day or last week, I guess, and how you've kind of gotten into it. And boy, I mean, SEC baseball is just so fun to watch to me. It's deeper than the football league. It is. It is. It's amazing. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's hard to believe. Um, it it is, and I'm I'm really excited for it to get going. I mean, the first game doesn't start till February 17th, but like I say, you know, it makes us feel like we're getting closer since media day is today. And Ole Miss, um, you know, definitely lost. And boy, losing Dylan Delucia, you know, that was tough. But Ole Miss has had three pitchers. Uh, named SEC Pitcher of the Year to the to the watch list. Uh, Hunter Elliott, Jack Doherty, and a freshman. Keep an eye on Grayson Sonia, a right-handed pitcher freshman who's just something else. So that's going to be exciting to see. Ole Miss Evie with us, the Rebel Walk. Question here on Twitter, is there anything else Ole Miss needs or is looking for as a transfer? Yes, defensive lineman, defensive lineman, and defensive lineman. So – um, I think we actually have a, a list up at uh, therebelwalk.com slash portal, and folks can go and see kind of who's, who's coming and who's going. Um, but definitely I think defensive linemen is still an area of need. They've done a really good job getting uh, what I thought to begin with. I thought we needed wide receivers, thought we needed offensive linemen. They've handled that. Um, interestingly, in the on three rankings, uh, transfer portal rankings, Ole Miss is number three. Uh, the average player ranking of a player leaving is 68.6, and the average ranking of a player coming in is 82.21, and that puts them at number three. So I thought those numbers were really interesting. It looks like Kiffin's doing a good job in the portal again, but definitely defensive linemen he's still looking for. Speaking of cryptic, a current A&M D lineman who fits that category yeah. tweeted something, or on Instagram, I should say, something about portal looks interesting. Then he came back with a buddy in a picture and said he's maybe he's I don't know what to think about. Yeah, Walter. what is Walter Nolan doing? I mean, to me, I, I think it's like you say. I think there's you know there's a little something there. There, that's just an odd thing to just tweet. E.B., have a fantastic weekend. We'll see you next Friday. Thank you, Bill. Thanks for having me. Home is E.B., the angelic tones.
Next week, we'll be transitioning from Ole Miss Evie right after the break to Kevin Aiken. That's next week, not this week. Omni Nashville Hotel.